about to turn in for bed before the detective gets a disturbing call. I see that. 80-38 caliber rounds found on one scene. With only one recovered body. Possibly Viper Gang dust off with other group or small caravan. That's, that's a lot of shooting for one casualty. Must have had sand in their eyes. Dust storm, maybe? <laughs> You coming to bed, Walter? Huh? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, just looking over the recent shooting case, the military scared it might be some escape powder gangers. Victor said he might have something for us tomorrow, remember? You can't do that with bags around your eyes. Come on, go get some rest. Yeah, you're right. You know, besides, if powder gangers and viper gunslingers are killing each other, they're only doing the job for us. I'm on my way, buddy. Let me just... Uh-oh. WB Investigations for matters both public and private. This is Walter. How may I help you? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, look, me and the girl were about to turn in, and... Oh. I see. Okay, Lieutenant. We'll be right over. Bye. <sighs> what is it, Walter? That was Lieutenant Humphreys. And? Something bad happened. Grab your coat. We're headed to the other side of town. But, but what did he tell you? What happened? A little thing called murder. Is this... Is, is this that old coffee shop we passed by on our first trip into the city? Correct. Seemed like a desolate little place at first, but it looks like it houses a few bodies now. A few bodies at the NCR would rather not have dead. Well, I think I'm still left in the dark about what the heck Humphrey specifically told you. Just wait. It'll make itself clear in a moment. How's that distress pulse reading? We're here. Don't worry. Good. Oh, my goodness. Lieutenant was correct. Three soldier boys, all of them butchered. One of them managed to set off a distress pulser before he died. But why? Why did they all die here? And why are they all eaten up? Looks like that'll be our main objective for the night. See how they're all in and around their sleeping bags? We're probably all snoozing when it happened. Poor suckers most likely camped here for the night and got ambushed by someone or something, and had little time to react. Soldiers seem to act quicker than anyone else, though. See how two actually managed to make it out of their sleeping bags? Ugh, yeah. Notice how they all smell? Don't worry, Bunny. We'll be out of here in no time with such a small building to investigate. But that doesn't mean we're half doing it. Fine. 
Do you mind if I handle the surveillance? I doubt I'll have the stomach to deduct anything on those bodies. That's probably best. Here, let me have your notepad. Gladly. Here. I'd start behind the counter if I were you. And remember, anything from a beer bottle to an old cigar could be a clue. Right. Ale is homicide and smokes are manslaughter. Gotcha. Gosh, no bullet or stab wounds so far as I can tell. Just bunches of nasty bites. I'm sure at least one of them would have noticed someone was being hurt before the rest got bitten. Maybe the perp was on jet. I've heard that stuff can give you the speed of ten men. Well, maybe. But I still don't get why this happened. Even by now, I should have a theory. Hmm. Well, this is perplexing. There's an old ham radio on the counter here. You think there's a connection here? It's on. Check the volume. Anything playing through? No. Just fuzz. Well, what's the dial focused on, then? 640 on the AM frequency. Any significance? Well, you bet. That used to be the vault transmission before the war. You can still see it advertised on some of the old billboards. Huh. Well, maybe this was still left on from that fateful day. Wait. No, I, th- I think I see something behind the counter. <gasps> what is it, Bunny? Walter, I... It's a body. Let me see. It's a ghoul. Hmm. You're right about that. All propped up on the other end of the counter. So, do you... Do you think he did this? Well, he's not a feral as far as I can tell. See? He's wearing pretty common wasteland attire, and he's not exactly anorexic like a feral. Hmm. Nope. I I think our radioactive friend here isn't exactly a connoisseur of human flesh. But the culprit? Probably. See that? He died from a switchblade being lodged in his forehead. But how could that even happen? If the ghoul killed the NCR soldiers while they were half awake, how did he end up like this? Well, if you ask me, I'd say it was a pretty precise throw by one of these corpses here. But how could that even happen? And none of their firearms were drawn. I get that. But I think that this man, Mr. Private Earl Hardy, managed to crawl out of his bedroll, unsheathe his pocket knife, and nail the ghoul in the head with a lucky chuck. Walter, look. What? Look what I found. A note. It it was in his pocket. Let me see that. Hmm. Well, what the heck are these? They're numbers. Coordinates. More specifically, longitude and latitude. Longitude what and latter who? Look, they're directions. If I could just type these into my Pip-Boy, it could take us to our next destination. I don't know where, but... Good. This may have just cut our search in half. Now type that code into your Pip-Boy and take the wheel. Walter, you're really about to let a lady like me drive in the rain? Well, it's either that or carry the mystery ghoul here. I was just considering your preferences. Nope. Hand me the keys. At least it's not snowing, right? Figured so. Goodness, what is this place? Uh, This is a little further out in the desert. Definitely new to me. Looks like a compound of some sort. A very well put together one, might I add. Well, when I hear compound, I think cult. And when I think cult, I think hostile crazies with lots of guns. Should 
we turn back and bring some men equally armed? Heck no. And let's not jump to conclusions just yet. They could be as confused as us for all we know. All we're looking for is answers. And if they point guns at us? Well, then I guess we're pilgrims in that case. <laughs> <sighs> at least it's not raining. Hey, there's someone right atop that wall. And I think that's a rifle, if I'm not mistaken. Play it nice and cool. Remember, we only want answers. Halt! That's enough, Outlander. Please step out of your machine and state your name. Outlander? <laughs> Sounds like we have a group who prefers outdated terms. What else are we but people from out of the land? Come on. The sooner we question this place, the sooner we can remove ourselves from it. Should I repeat myself? But I'd suggest you keep a piece at the ready. Who knows if Outlander means fresh meat in their language? Ah, that's better. Now, who are you and what are you doing here? <clears throat> uh, my name's Walter Camry and this is my partner, Bunny. A Walter and Bunny Investigations near New Vegas. I suspect you've heard of us? No, I haven't. We specifically avoid the likes of city dwellers in Gaul. So this place is called Gaul? Yes, and my early morning patrol would go a lot easier if you'd state your business as well. Um, well, you see, the thing is, as investigators, we were summoned by the New California Republic to look into a murder. It was more like a massacre, really. Uh, yeah. Well, the bottom line is, we found a dead ghoul at the scene of the crime, and a slip of paper in his pocket directed us here. Uh, do you think you can help us? Help you solve a murder? A dead ghoul? Well, I don't think... Settle down, Davis. That's no way to treat our guests. They've obviously come here without harmful intentions. But, sir... No buts, Davis. Now, you've confused our new guests long enough. I'd like to take over from here. <sighs> Fine. Excuse my man here. He means well for our compound. Just a little too passionate, is all, I guess. <laughs> Welcome to Gaul. I'm Porter Gibbons. I heard your story on the way up here. I'm very sorry to hear that awful has occurred so close by. The Java House, I presume? Why, uh, yes. Yes, it was. We apologize for creating any stirs. We aren't familiar with the area. Ah, but I'm familiar with yours. The big city, eh? The jewel of the desert. Houses New Vegas, I presume? Yes. I'm actually relieved you know about it so far out here. Ah, uh, but we were once part of Robert's fine city. Well, most of us, all of us, used to live that way. I'm sure by this point, Legion, soldiers, and all other kinds of madness have broken out, huh? You got that right. Oh, well, Porter, you seem like a fine man. Do you mind if we come in for a little questionnaire? Not at all, sir. Though I would ask you to hand over your weapons before you enter. Even out here, there's a war going on. Somebody shot the man from his post. But where? Atop that dune over there. Someone's after the compound. Who's firing at us? It was you, wasn't it? No, Porter. Wait. Look, he's firing. I've got to get back inside. He's making a break for the compound. Look, I can see the shooter. He's prone on that hill. We need to get behind the car. We're in plain sight. Let's go. And fetch the sniper rifle from the trunk. There's no time to waste. <laughs> Take it. It should be all assembled now. Good. Now, if I can adjust the scope just right. Way to wear such a noticeable hat in a situation like this. Now, just a little adjustment. There. 
But you got him, Walter. Yeah, but those ghouls stopped shooting back more than a minute ago. We need to head inside. Scratch that. And take this gun and head up to that man's corpse on the dune. Cover me in case any of them mistake me for a target. After which, we'll inspect the body. If we need anything the most, it's clues. Um, you know I'm not the greatest shot, right? Just head up there and do your best. All right. Be careful, Walter. Oh, no. That guy really did a number on this place. All the security got wasted. Most of them ghouls. This looks like the main building, judging by its exterior. No doubt Porter holed up in this joint. Porter? Porter! It's okay. The firing stopped now. Me and Bunny got rid of your killer. Hello? Porter? Uh-oh. The door wasn't even locked. Porter? Hello? It's Walter, the detective. We got rid of the guy who shot up your compound. We were never here to harm you or your people. If we could just get some answers here, we'd be more than happy to help. Better get out my flashlight. Room's been shot to shambles. Those obviously weren't your average Joe's bullets. We'll have to keep that on file for later. Ah, uh, you, you, you really have a fine head on your shoulders, eh? Who said that? Down here, kid. Porter. Goodness, they got you good. Sorry for not sugarcoating it, but I think we should rush you to the car and to a doctor immediately. <coughs> no, no, I, I'm done for. I, I can feel it. <coughs> can you walk? No. Wouldn't, wouldn't do you any good trying to save me. My goose is cooked. No, there's no need in talking like that. But if I can, who do you think did this? Who was after you and why? Yeah, yeah. Get to the city and, and, and talk to, talk to Jane. Warner that they, oh, Warner, Warner that they know. Warren Jane in the city? Where? Where? Hello? Porter? <sighs> He's dead. I don't think anyone's left alive here to tell me what he meant. Oh, good. I was starting to get worried about you when you stepped into that mysterious building. I, um... Assume a broken toe wasn't the reason Porter wasn't able to make it out with you? Nah, you're right on the money there, Bunny. Porter's dead. Got shot in the gut sometime on his way back inside. Oh, what a shame. Well, he went out knowing you weren't the masterminds behind this terrible plot. Looks like he handed us a piece of cryptic evidence along with it. Warn Jane in the city that they know. Give or take, we'll be scouring the file cabinet for all the Janes in the New Vegas area. Goodness. So our potential bad guys ended up being added to the list of murder victims. A few dead soldiers, a dead ghoul, and now an entirely wiped out compound, about which we know nothing. That just about sums it up. What about our stiff here? Oh, I uh, gave him a little pat down after I lost sight of you. It looks like we have a hitman who favors big machine guns and jacketed bullets. Explains the ineffectiveness of the building's exterior. What about his pockets? Anything there? This man seemed pretty confident he'd make it out of the job without putting his bosses at risk. You see this note? It was in his right pant pocket. What was he hiding? 
Vince, don't forget the sit-down with Lenny at midnight on the 14th. Rotten boot as usual. The 14th? That's today. But the rotten boot, what does he mean by that? That's because it's not really called that. It's a nickname. It's one of the oldest motels in Vegas. It was once a different name until a nasty incident with a cowboy happened. Always held a good reputation for low-life scum and gangsters together. Anything else? Nothing but that. But who's this Lenny character, Walter? We'll have to pull a file up on him, too, Bunny. But for now, let's lug this meathead to the trunk and back to the office. I think I have an idea. I'm telling you, Walter, I've tried getting in touch with the man who passed me the job to pass to you. He's not talking, and everybody at the camp is clueless about this matter. Come on, Humphreys. Troops are dead, and so is a whole compound of unnamed Johns. You need to let go of those disclosure agreements and tell us what's going on. Now, listen here, Walter. A man of my rank isn't just going to drop years of classified intel, and especially over the phone, just so you can make another small step in this case. But what I can tell you is that this must be a bigger job than it sounds. No one knows about anything but you and me. You need to keep this on the low and find out what you can. Because the last thing I'm going to do is begin questioning authority. All right, Humphreys, all right. But at least keep an eye open. And do all you can within legal bounds to cough more out of the government. We're doing our best not to bite off more than we can chew. Got me? All right, Walter. I'll do what little I can. But just try to keep your head on straight for this one. Something tells me you could be in for a trap. And one other thing. Withhold any and all of the information I just gave you. If you value our lives, you won't be blabbing this out to the public. But, but, but Walter... Don't fail me, Humphreys. Just hold it off until we get a little further. But you can't right now. It could risk spoiling the case before we even get it started. But Walter, you know I can't... You can, just as soon as we dig up some more dirt on why this fellow did what he did. Can I count on you? I... Oh, fine, Walter. But my conscience is a fickle thing. I can only hold back from my brothers and sisters in arms for so long. So hop to it, lad. We're getting cracking right now. Just give it some time and the puzzle will finish itself. Well, I sure hope so. I always will. Goodbye. Walter, are you done with the lieutenant? I have some files I think we should look at. Just hung up. But we're on borrowed time. What do you have for me? Well, I couldn't find our Jane Doe. No pun intended. But I did pretty easily find these assorted papers on a little casino they used to call the Gaul. The Gaul? Wasn't that the name of the compound we just nearly escaped? Exactly. But get this. Turns out it used to be some ritzy hotel and casino from decades ago that got demolished by Mr. House's tin cans back in the day. It was like the Ultralux, but without the weird attire and face masks. Wow, you even nabbed some of the early blueprints of the place. Was this supposed to be some mutant's paradise? All mutants allowed, where everything's mella for the rat-addicted fella. Goblins, ghouls, freaks, and Frankensteins are the new normal at the Gaul. And come meet the man who made it all possible on opening day, Mr. Porter Gibbons. A man who knows with a new Vegas comes a new face. All of us. The Gaul. The nail in the coffin for mutant bigotry. Huh. Sounds like the man was a real pioneer. And he was. But something drove them out seemingly overnight. Well, that's a spectacle. Was it because of the war? No, a bit before Hoover Dam, actually. Hmm. 
Well, do all you can to uncover any more about that old casino, and more importantly, Jane. I wish Porter could have spit out some more, but I think that was all he could muster. For now, I'll be getting ready for a meeting. Walter, do you really mean to go incognito as a man who looks nothing like you? Yep. Well, we're not too far apart if I slap on this gag mustache and tilt his hat low enough. If executed right, those gangsters would be none the wiser that I'm this Vince character. Okay, but... Just be careful. You know how cunning these mobsters can be. And why not just put a call to Humphreys again and have his men just storm the joint? It would save us a lot of trouble if we gave them the old military treatment. Sorry, Bunny. Can't do that. Something tells me Army personnel isn't the best partner to have on the job right now. I'll be off. All right, Walter. Be careful. No need to worry about me. I've dealt with enough sleazy gangsters in my line of work to the point where I can call them family. Just keep the radar on full throttle while I'm gone. We'll find out the story of the gall one way or another. Mm-hmm. Smells of smoke and cheap booze. You'd be lucky to wake up with both your kidneys in this place. Now all I gotta do is find out what room Lenny and his men are supposed to be gathering. Best not to ask any old vagrant, unless I want to make myself a target. Hmm. Looks like they've got four guys working the blackjack tables. I think I ought to ask the one in the middle. He looks like he keeps his ear to the ground. All right, Vince. Let's make this happen. Hey, Mac. Hey there, stranger. Care to play a hand? Not today, buddy. We're looking for something else. We've got cheap drinks if you're looking to spare your wallet weight. Nah, nah, pal. We're looking for a big man with frequent fire points in this place. Ask me to ask you about where he stays. Really now? And what might your name be? Vince. Vince who? Looky here, pal. You want me to spell it out for you? The name's Vince, and that's all you need to know. Now you can either take me to the big man or take some lead where it hurts. Or I can tell Lenny you didn't do what you were told. Oh, Mr. Vince. Yes, yes, I, uh, was just meaning to check you out first. You, you know how sneaky some of these NCR spies can be, eh? Ah, please, let me show you to his room. Good man. Thought he was going bugsy on me for a second. Now lead the way. Y yes right this way, sir. This the place? Yeah, I'll let him know you're here. You here for Lenny? Yes, sir. Got your friend Vince right here. Good, send him in. And you, get back to work. Right away, sir. Hurry up before anyone sees you. Gotcha. Nice little place you got here. I'm sure you remember it same as before. Now, hold your arms out while I search you. Then take a seat at the table. Go ahead. Ah, what do we have here? What? It's a pistol. Every John's got one, don't you? Yeah, numbskull, but when you're in Lenny's house, that's an outside toy. You'll get it back when the meeting's done. No problem. Just take good care of her. Yeah, yeah. It'll be safe as a kitten. Now, take a seat. The thing shouldn't be long. Right away. Nice seeing you again, Vince. How's the girl? Uh, it took some hard sandstorms last weekend. Half the ranch house was destroyed. She's held up at a friend's place until we get a window to build again. A shame, really. I'm more of a city settler. 
But I know about the hardships of trying to make it out there. You should hire workers to build up that place. I'm sure you've got the monies to save yourself another hammer to your thumb. Come on, Rob. A man can't feel like a man if he doesn't build his own home. Ain't like Vince is a rich Brahmin baron like you. Yeah, yeah, I've got a lot of money. What do you want me to do about it? Howdy do, gentlemen. Sorry for the wait. But the boys and I had to teach a young rookie a lesson. How are you doing, boss? Sanguine, gentlemen, sanguine. Aren't we all in these crazy times? Precisely, but need not be fooled. Times of war can be mighty profitable as they are dangerous. Speaking of which... Rob, how goes the dealings with our latest buyers? <laughs> Eating up the beef, I'm sure. Absolutely, Larry. Casinos, caravans, local businesses, and even vendors continue to buy with the new prices. Not a soul had tried to negotiate any lower, so yes, sir. Good. Oh, Vince, good to see you again. I'll get to you in a minute. Judging by your appearance here, I assume the best. Now, Keith, how goes that snooty family from the city refused to settle with us? Did they agree, or do they need to be erased? A bad bunch, the lot of them. They're a smart family who likes to surround themselves with witnesses. So, I've scheduled a little ambush for their weekend trip out of town. Got a guy similar to Vince here to pose as a guard. Shame, really. These things happen. Good work, Keith. Speaking of Vince... Vince, how well did finishing off the goal go for you? I sent five previous men after that compound. Neither of them have returned to tell the tale. I know successful men like you prefer to move on, make the next memory. But please, please, indulge me by reminiscing on what you did. They've been a thorn at my side for years. Yeah, I stocked up on my best gun, a modified BAR that shoots jacketed rounds. It is all I needed, really, so I laid down on a hill nearby and rained down on them. Boys never knew I'd hit them. Interesting. And what about Porter? <laughs> Fool ran to hide while his boys did all the dirty. But don't worry, he got his. Good. That's all I need to hear. I'm pleased to hear it, Vince. You really showed us today you have an edge to get things done. There ain't no paperwork to follow. Consider this next job your signature at the bottom. Anything, boss. Girl goes by the name of Jane Morris. She works at a little mon store near West Side. Sources tell me she's the only one who knows about the Gaul story. <laughs> or cares anymore. She should have been bagging fruit, water. But she decides to take the role of an activist. My boys have warned her once. But she continues to fight even knowing what might happen to her. Just tell me when and how and I'll get it done for you. Quick, clean, not around anybody. The last thing we need is a pretty young girl dying with the whole town in the know. That leaves tracks. We definitely don't want that. Sure thing, boss. Consider it done. Good man. She'll be at the family farmer's grocery store. Remember, you do this, you'll get access to their circle like Keith and Rob here. We could really use a man action such as yourself. Now don't let me keep you. This must be done afterwards. Hey, you got it, Larry. My gun, please. Yeah, here you go. Good job in there. Would be nice to see more grit in the fold. 
Unlike those two rich ingrates. Thanks. Walter and Bunny Investigations. Bunny, I'm back from the meeting. I just wanted to check in on anything you may have found since I was gone. Walter, thank goodness. I tried to get my mind off you and those filthy gangsters, but I was worried sick. Don't worry. The Finch disguise worked like a charm. Not exactly the most witty gangsters, but they bought it. And told us about our Jane Doe, too, or Jane Morris of the family farmer store somewhere in the west side. Walter, that's wonderful. Oh, but let me guess. They want you to kill her. Bingo. I'm headed there now in case they have second thoughts about their new mercenary. But why would they want her dead? They already wasted the rest of the Gauls' residence. It's different. And she's some sort of activist that wants to come after Larry's organization. It's why Porter's dying wish was for me to warn her about them. But what doesn't make sense is that she's been warned already by Larry's men, and she still seems to want to do it. Well, then it sounds like she's the stubborn type. You may just have to buy a one-way ticket out of town to convince her, or she's dead meat, Walter. I know, but there's just too many questions left I need answers to, and I hope to get some of them out of her before I move her out. Anyway, is there anything more you found out about the gall? Nothing worth looking into, Walter. I found a perfectly preserved brochure for the place, and a few more diagrams when it was still on construction. But Porter Gibbons and his employees hardly have any information worth a hoot. Well, if that's what the files hold, then that's what the files hold. Thanks for looking anyway, Bunny. Oh, and I almost forgot. Humphreys called. He said something along the lines of not holding back anymore and just telling his superiors about the matter. Told us to be relieved of the case and just turn it over to the military. I didn't pay it any mind. You know how proud he gets. Oh, no, Bunny. Humphrey said that? Yeah? Why? Oh, rats. What? What is it? Bunny, when I said I didn't want the NCR involved, I meant it. Something isn't totally black and white about this case, and I don't just mean the motive of the massacre. But you know Humphreys is all talk. Not when I spoke to him. We show him up on a few occasions where he's threatened to use force to intervene in our jobs, but this time I put his rep on the line. Darn it, I should have known it was a matter of time. I need to go, Bunny. Stay safe. Walter? Walter! It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Stop the violence. Stop the corruption. Find out about the atrocity that occurred right here in New Vegas. You there, madam. Take this pamphlet and learn about the true face of House's city. <sighs> Great. Well, Jane, you got two today. So that's something. No doubt they'll remember where they got it and throw it in the trash. <sighs> Better just close up shop for the night. We'll get him next time. Can't just stand by and do nothing. Even if I am the only one who cares. 
Hmm. Looks like we made a whopping hundred today. At least business is looking good. Listen, are you Jane? Please, you can have all the money in the store. Just leave me alone. No, Jane, it's Walter Camry of Walter and Bunny Investigations of New Vegas. I'm here to help you, but I had to make sure you were alone. The detectives? But you... You look like one of those thugs that came by and hassled me the other day. That's because I'm in disguise as one of them. But this guy wasn't in the group that bothered you. Look, I need you to come with me and head back to the office. What? Why? Are there more coming this way? I'm so confused. No time to talk. And this time it could be worse. What? How worse? I'll tell you how worse. NCR worse. NCR? What? Open up! We know you're in there! Quickly, is there a back exit to this place? Yes, but... We saw you walk in! You can either let us in, or we can force our way in! I... I got a better idea. I sure hope so. They found us a lot sooner than I thought. See that rug beneath you? Yeah. There's a basement door underneath. Get down there while I open the rear exit to the store and throw them off our trail. It's a risk, but we'd be better off out of the line of fire. Okay, go ahead, and be quick about it. Got you. Hey, there she is! Open fire! Are you ready to talk now, sister? You know there's a reason why you only just barely missed getting shot in there. Yes, well, it still doesn't explain why one of New Vegas' most decorated new officials barged into my store dressed as a criminal. That's because I've spent the better half of the day trying to uncover why the guy blasted the gall compound and everyone in it. I spoke with Porter, Jane. He told me to warn you before he, well, passed away. You met Porter? And he's... he he's dead? Well, I... I can't believe it. I'm afraid you'll have to, Jane. You see, I managed to kill the man who did the deed and attend a meeting with his boss in his outfit. Worked like a charm until I was told the NCR knew about the job. I don't know why they're involved, but I'm sure it stems to higher places. <sighs> the gull's really dead. And Porter... I just... can't. I worked so hard for them. Tried to expose Larry and his corrupt ways, and now they're all just rotting out there. I, I know you may not have known them very well, Walter, but, but they were they were good guys. Jane, if there's one thing I've mastered in this game over the years, it's absorbing personalities. And I can tell you, I knew Mr. Gibbons was a good man. But Jane, if we want to do them justice, we need to find out who set this up and why. Larry, I met him earlier in some cheap town before I came here. Do you know who he is? And any reason he'd have a bone to pick with Porter and the Gaul? <laughs> Larry Lock and Load Lenny. Ex-private mercenary for hire. Now local Outer Vegas crime boss. Has links with the wealthy and the powerful in the city to create one of the most sophisticated syndicates in recent history. Let me tell you, Detective, I hate the man. But he's not one to be trifled with. He's got decades of experience under his belt, and he's even supposedly wiped out the entire Viper Gang hideout with only a combat knife and a pistol. And if my ears heard right, you met him. So how did you manage to find me here? 
You said Porter told you? No, he only managed to give me your first name before he bled out. A note in the killer's pocket brought me to the meeting where I was ordered to bump you off by Larry himself. The NCR only caught wind on the way. So it looks like now that he's killed Porter and the casino's remnants, he's determined to tie up loose ends. A.K.A. the woman who's trying to expose the syndicate. That makes perfect sense now. Thank you, Walter, for what that's worth. But I don't see what else I can do to avenge Porter's death, let alone the darn casino fiasco. You can start by answering some questions. I'll do my best. Just who are you to Porter Gibbons in the Gall Casino? You seem to care very much about your safety. That's because he was. I've been working this little store all by myself during afternoons for nine years now, and life's been peaceful besides the incident. For fun, though, I'd always tune into my old ham radio when work was slow. And one day I came into contact with Porter at the campground while I was looking for someone to talk to. And we had a friendly chat until he had the gumption to tell me about who he was and what happened with the old Gull Casino in its heyday and its fall. We read that it was meant to be a sanctuary for ghouls and all other types of persecuted mutants. It was. It's a delightful idea since they all get nothing but flack in the wasteland. It was a classy joint, too. Not some underground smokehouse where guys just get drunk and play poker. It showed off the dignity in them. And that they're not really rabid animals ready to chew your face off. And what brought a place like that to its knees? I bet the influx of the Mojave's ghoul and super mutant population created high volume for the casino. And it did. But that was before some idiot bigots who were tired of seeing people who looked different from them strolling the strip too often. At one point, they had enough. Got together boycotted the place. Stocks went down the tubes and they started losing smooth skins like you and I away from the gall by planning rumors and petty scandals against the place. So, push came to shove and Porter files for bankruptcy. And the employees packed their things and began scouting for a settlement to continue the gall's legacy. Not as a hotel and casino, but as a refuge for those society has shunned. I was only a little girl when Mr. House had the place demolished. I remember the windows of each floor flashing like strobe lights before the whole structure collapsed. So it's more tragic than I thought. Hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. Porter's story enlightened me, and I vowed to let the public know about it. Pretty hard to do in a city full of distractions. But I did the best I could. I couldn't make the trip so far out of the city to join them. But I agreed to help him by updating the compound on rumors and intel about strange threats they'd been receiving. Had to move the ham radio to a coffee house in the outskirts to get a better connection. Well, that explains the initial crime scene's convenience. You were there feeding them information about coming mercenary attacks to a Vault-Tec station, weren't you? That's right. Why? What's that have to do with it? Uh, me and Bunny found the bodies of a few NCR soldiers and a ghoul there last night. It's what kicked off this entire case. Station was still tuned into the VT frequency. You're the only person who was there recently to tell the tale. What happened? My gosh, that means... Look, Detective, I wasn't there to see the fight, but I know what it was about. Well, quick, tell me. Those soldiers? They must have been the latest band of mercenaries I warned them about. I warned them that they were probably going to take the route that crosses the coffee shop and got out of there before I was caught alone by them. So my best guess? Someone at the radio station must have planned an ambush, but got more than he bargained for. Great. 
Now I know why Larry's men got the upper hand in the compound. Well, then wait. The compound was separated from the vault station. That means there's hope of stragglers of the gall. You mean they weren't hit? Well, there's a chance. But first things first, we need to blow this pop stand before the army gets back here. I'm sure they're ripping the area apart to get their grubby mitts on you. Good idea. Not like I'll need to be coming back here anyway. So what do you think Larry has against these people by what you've taken from him? Well, I don't have the notion it's Larry who's got a bone to pick with a gall. Why do you say that? It was his men who told me not to talk about them anymore. Sure, but that's what Larry was told to do. He's a boss of his own now. That much is clear. But he was a mercenary longer. If it means the jingling of caps in his pockets, he'll still take up jobs from high payers. And you think whoever made the order also organized the boycotts back in the day? The boycotts and rumors were step one. Porter and his men were isolated and no longer connected to house. That means they could end up dead without any consequences to follow. Well, that much is clear. But that still leaves out who the heck is behind this entire ordeal. We're about to find out. Let's just hope they recognize my voice. Yeah. What do you want? Stand down with a gun, friend. We're here to help. And why would I trust that? Because it's me, Winston. And who might you be? Wait. Jane? That's right, Winston. There's something awful that's happened, and we need to talk to you. Jane, I... I never thought we'd ever get to meet you. You're more beautiful in person. Winston, the Gaul. Porter's dead. And as far as I know, you're the only man left of that group who doesn't have a bullet in him. Oh, I, uh... We know. At least we thought we knew. But please, come in. And who's this again? Walter. Walter Camry, detective. He works with New Vegas, Winston. From the advertisements. He can help us. <sighs> Sounds like he could be a bugger. He saved my life, Winston. And he's about to save all our hides if we can come together with a plan. We're paid by a house when it gives us a job, but we're privative other than that. And so far, we seem to be narrowed down between the NCR and Larry Lock and Load Lenny. Larry Lenny. Gosh, so I guess the pieces are starting to come together. Anything you can say to help would be much appreciated. Look, I know you two have probably been through a lot. But don't think we haven't done our share of work. You see, at the station, we hear things. Find things. We have one of the strongest radio towers in all the region. So when we first heard the emergency messages blur through the Gull systems, we assumed the worst. Especially since no one responded to us. We then assumed the Gaul was no more. So we reached out to any signal we could to find clues. We weren't just going to get up and scram. And I've got to tell you, after all the annoying radio gossip and dead air we put up with, we got on to an interesting conversation between a fella and what sounded like a soldier. That could be the NCR. You said Larry's involvement in this case put some pieces together. What did you mean? Well, the guy we bugged for 24 hours happens to have a clear signal. 
It sounds all official-like. Most of these decrepit old radio frequencies we get are all staticky and grayed out. But what's funny about this is that the guy who responds to him always says things like, Yes, sir, and affirmative. So that got us thinking. Chances are these folks got themselves a fully restored, fully functional radio tower with no damage anymore. Who says yes, sir? Soldiers. And who restores radio stations? The military. The guy was talking about making sure to pay back their contract when the job was done, but wouldn't say who. Now that you bring up Lock and Load Lenny, there's no other candidate. Great Scott, that's exactly what I feared. Someone in the NCR ordered the hit on Porter and the Gaul. And probably straight from the beginning, too. Oh my gosh, this is big. But, but who could we report this to, Walter? The NCR is 90% of the authority here, and it's no use tattling to Mr. House. What does he care? The NCR can set up as many bases as they want, but New Vegas and the surrounding area are still House's land, and I helped get the scumbags off the lawn. If that man had something to do with the shooting, you're right. Mr. House wouldn't care. But if it turns out that he was responsible for all that time and money spent renovating that casino for nothing, House will see him hang. No doubt about it. So, think there's a chance at dabbing this guy? Let me think. Wait, those terminals, you used to trace them. Have you found an exact location? Not exactly. We can do our best to match up where the frequency's coming from by the numbers, but nothing exact. Then I think I could be of service. See this pit boy? If you have the technical know-how and the right equipment, I think we can link and trace the exact location where that broadcast was from with the built-in map. Let me see. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is top-notch tech. Where did you get it? Never mind, it doesn't matter. Hey, this has a compatible input. You're right. This can fit into our machines. Can I take it? Go ahead. Do what you need to do. Just don't break it. Got it. Hey, Reggie. Hope just walked through the door. Take those headphones off and come look at this. What do you got for me? Oh, yeah, that's a 3,000. You know how much these go for? It's got what we need to find this numbskull who bumped off Porter and our friends. You're the tech man, so plug it in and get that thing working. You've got to be kidding me. I think this thing might really uncover a lot. Good work, you guys. I'll get it tapped into our systems and let you know when it's ready. I'm sure this will take a while. We'll only get the guy if he broadcasts again. And who knows when that'll be. It'll be worth it, Jane. Trust me. This will take a while. And it's getting dark out there. I'll go to the break room. Coffee and cigarettes on me. How many miles out are we, soldier? Only four, sir. I can tell this will be a long trip to the I-88. You know, when I was flown out to the Hoover Dam... I expected the only place I'd be was Hoover Dam. But lo and behold, I never knew they'd have me out in these hot sands making what they call goodwill trips. Huh. I was a soldier once, you know. 
And the last thing we cared about were empty speeches from our leaders. The thought of coming home is what really drove us to the prize. Hmm. I hear President Kimball is a good speaker. Yes, he is. But he's a blinded politician. Has no clue what his men go through. Nice man. But if you ask me, you shouldn't hold the place of power if you haven't seen action. Well, it sounds like you're the man for the job. Being an old viper gunslinger and all, even lowlifes have a chain of command sometimes. What the... How did you know that? I heard it through the grapevine, Mr. Senator. Or more specifically, on radio transmission. You! Put that gun away from me! What the heck has gotten into you, boy? The idea that a man in high places purposely ordered the systematic hit against the Gall Hotel and Casino, and then ordered the hit on all that remained of that establishment. That including Porter Gibbons. Stop pointing that thing at me! Guards! Seize your comrade! The heat must have gotten to him! What are you doing? Don't you see this man is about to kill me? Do away with him, I say! What the? Since when did the NCR hire on ghouls? If I would have known there was a rat-faced ghoul behind that scarf, I would have requested better company to escort me. Ah, you're right, Walter. This guy really is a bigot. This just confirms it, then. You killed the Gaul. And everyone who ever worked for it. Well... Not everybody. What in Sam Hill is going on? Who are you idiots? And how did Hoover Dam pass you as guards? All I want is an escort to I-88. Mr. Roberts, I'm Walter Camry, private detective. It's been a long road trying to find you here, but we managed to pull it off without losing another man. It's under our knowledge that you, Mr. Senator, are responsible for the organized downfall of the Gall Casino and the ordered murder of its owner, Porter Gibbons, and everyone who took refuge in his compound. I've got to say, Senator, laying off dozens of workers behind the scenes was evil enough, but the killing? Why did it have to go there, hmm? <laughs> so, so this is a setup, huh? Is that it? You bet your uncle this is a setup. How could you, Senator? How could I? What? Put an end to a casino nobody cares about, let alone remembers? Oh, and now a friendly group of vigilantes went out of their way to find a culprit. Isn't that touching? You're of the one percent in this room that can even have the luxury of getting an armed escort free of charge. Look at you, fat and miserable, while the wasteland suffers. And instead of putting in place some policy to help the betterment of the NCR, you go out of your way to see more destruction. Indulge me, Roberts. What drives a man like you to do what you did? Come. Me too. I'm interested to know. <laughs> Kids, you wouldn't believe the good I've done for this dried-out world. But what I did to Porter and his gang was personal. How? What could Porter have done to you? All he ever did was help people. And how did they drag a sweet little prairie flower like you in here? Huh? Well, I'm sorry to break your heart, sweetie, but Porter's people aren't people. Heck, nor was Porter. He was a ghoul, like your friend there. Face like gravel and a blackened heart. Don't be fooled. That gall place of his was no more than a breeding ground for he and his ilk. I was there, there when it opened, and there when it been bankrupt by you. You're one of them too, so your opinion doesn't matter. Now tell me, detective, 
since you seem to be the only one with restraint here, what brought here in such elaborate disguises? Well, you could do the math yourself, Senator. Those NCR soldiers you sent to sabotage the Gaul's compound died along the way, and we just managed to put the pieces together. They knew you were coming, and they had Jane here ready to warn them on a dime. When word didn't get back from them, you had Larry lock and load Lenny send a high-ranking mercenary after them, who I shot dead. This was all after he managed to kill Porter and the rest. Then, in his outfit, I met with the crime boss and was told to bump off Jane to silence any truth of the gall that could come out to the public. I got her to Winston here at the radio tower and traced where you got your updates about the job. So, you came all the way to Hoover Dam in those get-ups to pull me out here all alone. That's a good one, Detective. All of you. But I don't know what you expect to happen to me now. I'm impressed, but there's no office you can bring me to that I'll see me hang for ghouls with big ideas. Maybe not to some local sheriff, maybe not to the NCR. And you're right about the devalued view on mutants. But if there's one man who cares about what you did, Senator, it's Mr. House of New Vegas. How? That casino was destined for big things, and that means big money, Robert. And if Mr. House hates one thing, it's missed opportunities. He's going to be awful sore when he hears this story. I hate ghouls, detective, and with a passion. They gutted my family when I was 12, and I've seen the normal ones turn into rabbit animals in a jiffy. So when that Gibbons wishes to congregate their fake normality in the city we wish to take one day, I took it upon myself to get the job done early. You're a murderer, Gerald, and you're going away for a long time. <sighs> Witnesses could disappear, Walter. Stories could change. Oh! Sorry, was getting sick of that guy. Are you okay, Jane? I know I encourage you not to come out here, but how do you feel? Well, honestly, Detective, I feel sicker than I was before. I mean, sure, this guy went through a lot of effort to see the death of the Gaul and its movement. Now I see it was deep-seated hatred for ghouls. But what struck me harder was the fact that he practically forgot about everything he had done to us. Like it was a surprise we even brought it up. That just shows you how much pent-up hate dwells in this man. Probably had his own soldiers in the dark about why they were sent to kill us in the first place. He's one of them who thinks ghouls and other Satan mutants are the same as rabid ones. And he believes they're a growing problem for the same reason. But need he be reminded that he was the one having people murdered. It was a hard and bloody crime to solve, but we found the source in the end. I'm sorry it had to play out this way, Jane. Well, what's done is done. Nothing's bringing back Porter at this point. But we'll get started once left of the goal in his vision. All because the inner circle died doesn't mean the ideas have to. Everyone who perished will be avenged. And it starts with this fat guy on the floor. Right. I spent too long trying to get the message out there. So I'll be giving my two weeks at the general store in Westside. Say, Walter, what about Larry Lenny? He still had a hand in this. And there's no doubt we're in his file cabinet somewhere. I'm sorry, but I don't have enough dirt on him right now to take him in legally. But don't worry about him anymore. He was paid by the senator to have the massacre take place. So the quarrel ends here. 
He's not out of the woods yet, though. I picked up some details on a friend he likes to meet with. I know where he lives. With a few eyes and ears in the sand, I'll nab him before Christmas. By golly, a killer's one thing, but someone who manipulates his system on trust for his own gain is another. Best of luck to you both. I think Porter would be proud. by Sharon Grunwald, Landon by Cancanon, Leo by Roman Howell, Bronda by Alexa Erdogan. Additional voices include Joshua Belmont, Michael Alio, Roman Howell, and Aaron Rivera. Edited by Marcus from Inside the Lines Media. You're listening to ABR. That's A-Bomb Radio, in case you forgot. Have you ever wanted to deep dive into the lore and stories behind all your favorite Marvel movies? Then do we have the show for you. I'm Captain Shanko. And I'm Psych88. Join us as we dissect the media megalith that is the MCU. We'll talk about the origin stories, the fights, and everything in between. The MCU Lorecast releases on all major podcasting platforms on Mondays as part of the Robots Radio Rocket Club and can be found on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.